everybody, and welcome to episode 78 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Facebook Live, but you can always listen and download the podcast on iTunes as well as the website www.podcast.podbean.com. That's the best way to get it as well. And if you're on iTunes, please, five-star rate and reviews. As you guys see, I do share the reviews of the podcast. Uh, always like to read those. And, uh, yeah, so just you like the podcast, you want to share it with other people, please feel free to do that. I am always, always open to people uh, spreading the word of this podcast. I'll give you guys the the weigh-in. I know you guys like to hear the weigh-in result right up front. I am down 1.2 pounds this week. 1.2. Not bad. I'm actually uh, very happy about it. Um, I'll go over why I thought it would be a little different. Um, And I am down now a total of 187. 187 pounds down total. Uh, Just really, really inching in getting towards that that 200 mark and it, it's it's just 13 pounds away I'm 13 pounds away which is a good month you know um, to being at 200 pounds and like I told you guys and I promised you guys I'm gonna do it uh, is when I hit 200 pounds I will reveal my starting weight that will be that episode very nervous about that but um, I feel it's important to, to get it out there and, and to say it and to um, kind of get the monkey off my back a little bit with it, you know, that I've been so secretive and so private about it. And I think if when I when I release the number and I say the number, it will be beneficial to a lot of people. And uh, if there's anybody in that same boat, you can see that it's possible because it really is. It, it's absolutely um, possible. Uh, Anthony says, squall coming through Belmore. I think it's gone. Yeah, it was pouring here before. Uh, when I was actually at my workshop, it was a downpour. And then when I got home, it started downpouring again, lightning and thunder and everything. But it's weather. We deal with it. Uh, Susan says, it's just a number. Don't be nervous. Uh, you turned it all around. No, I, I understand that. It's just more of a, that's a personal thing, really, that, that you know, we, we hold weight, um, with excuse the pun, I guess more weight than what it has. It's it's a number, it really is. It's just the pounds of pressure that it takes, you know, the Earth's gravity to hold you to the ground. That's really all it is. And as we see, you know, stepping on and off a scale each week, it changes erratically. So, but it is important to me to to, to say for me it is to, to to say my starting weight, and I and I'll do it when I hit two hundred pounds down, because I'll I'll be at a, a comfortable place to do that and also to share with you guys and I've shared everything else on this journey. So I feel just one more thing that I could share with you guys that will, will know, will be on the same page almost on the same wavelength. Uh, I've been doing these reflections. Uh, my friend Kerry does them before her weigh-ins on Wednesday. She does a story on Instagram. You can follow her, uh, fashion fit foodie on Instagram. She got me started with these. I got inspired by her watching her, reflections each week that i started doing a reflection each week um hey marie how are you uh she's joining in lauren's here as well thank god you had the power i was nervous with this weather yeah well i live in civilization there's power here uh, <laughs> now watch the power is gonna go out in the middle of this podcast um so this is my reflection this week this is exactly what i wrote looking back on the week i had another good week i stayed on plan tracked all my food including hibachi dinner for my nephew's birthday 
but didn't have the ice cream after. One thing I was really happy about this week was getting my nephew tickets to see wrestling. He's never been to a live event. This was special for me because before I started this journey, taking him anywhere would have been impossible. Another year went Another year went by that my mom is not here anymore, and I didn't use it as an excuse to go off plan, but more motivation to stay on plan. Now, I said one thing I would have done different this week was get more activity in. I worked a lot this week between the day job and with comedy, uh, throwing the heat wave that we had. I just didn't feel like myself. Uh, sometimes it's good to rest when your body tells you to. And I wrote, whatever the scale gives me this week, I know I had a good week, and I'm feeling really good today. And I was. I was feeling really good today. You know, it, it's, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. I don't know if anybody has this, but when you can just walk, and walking is not a problem, and it feels, it feels good to walk. And it's not a struggle, and you're moving, and it's happening, and that's the kind of feeling I had today when I was walking around work. I just felt good. And as far as my body, my body I guess, was telling me to rest, because Friday I did not feel like myself at all. After I got off work, I was actually going to go to the gym just didn't feel right. I mean, we had we had a bad heat wave. We're just getting out of it. Where Saturday it was like ninety five, Sunday it was ninety nine, and the humidity was just unbearable. So I I just I just rested. That's what my 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 body told me to rest, and I rested. And I didn't get as much activity in as I wanted to, but you know what? Taking a break once in a while is good. Listen to your listen to your body. Do not uh, push it more than it needs to. It's good to push yourself, but like when your body's telling you, okay, it's time to rest, take a rest. Don't hurt yourself. Don't get injured. And I know me with the heat, I, I, I lay back a little bit. Like I mentioned, uh, went to Hibachi Tuesday night. It was my nephew Luke's birthday. He turned six, and uh, it was it was, it was fun. We had a good time at Hibachi. i never seen somebody so excited to get a Hibachi meal before. He loves it. He didn't even have any appetizers. He was just so excited for the guy to come and, and cook the food. And I did this before with them. I, I, I pointed it out the best I could. You know, chicken. I had chicken. Uh, I didn't do, like, shrimp. I don't like shrimp at the beginning with, but I didn't do steak or anything else. I just had a chicken Hibachi meal. It came with rice, noodles. I had like two dumplings for the appetizer. I did have a couple of beers that I normally don't do. But I saved a lot of points. I had like 40 points going into dinner. And then afterwards we went for ice cream. I didn't have ice cream. I stopped it there. And and that's what part of the program is. It's being able to do things with your family and everything and just and just hold back what you gotta hold back. You know, it was more important for me to be at dinner with my nephew and my family than to have ice cream afterwards. I sat in the car. That was my prerogative, and that was what I wanted to do, not to be tempted by Carvel ice cream. And the big thing was I, one of my nephew's gifts, I got him uh, tickets, as I mentioned before, for wrestling. As you guys know, if you're listening to the podcast, I am a huge, huge wrestling fan. And my nephews are now starting to get into it because they come downstairs and I'm watching it and I get them into it. And I gave him the tickets and his response was just priceless. It was just worth it. You know, he was so excited. And this is something I would not have done. Absolutely not have done two years ago. To be, first of all, taking care of him by myself. 
187 pounds ago wouldn't have happened. And to either to walk around an arena and it's and I think about that and it would have been something else I would have missed out on or I could have experienced with him. And I, I am really looking forward to taking him there because it is something that I really like that I can share with him. And I, I want to start doing that more. I want to, you know, be able to, to do things with them like that. And I never really even could before. 187 pounds ago, it was, it was impossible. I could barely take myself anywhere, let alone uh, worry about a kid. Uh, Janet says, whenever I wanted something off program, my mother used to say, you've had it before. You don't, you know what it tastes like. I get that, 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 you know, that is true, but to cut something out totally is going to be, I think, more harmful in the long run. I think it's more harmful in the long run when we just deny ourselves of something. You know, I, I, we're going out for my nephew's birthday. He wanted hibachi. I'm going to be there for his birthday. You make the best choice possible. Now, if I would have said, oh, I'm not having that, and I wouldn't have, wouldn't have eaten and sat there and watched everybody else eat, I know what would have happened to myself. I've been thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and then all of a sudden, $40 worth of Chinese food later, I'm laying there with, uh, with heartburn and, and full out to my neck because I've been there before. So, I mean, that's the beauty of WW. If you're on that program, is that you can have any everything. You can have anything you want. Point it out. Make the best decisions, though. Make the healthy decisions. Make the best decisions for yourself. That's what I just say to everybody. Because it, it's, it's great. It really works in your lifestyle. You can go out and do what you want to do. I was no way I was missing my nephew's birthday dinner. That wasn't going to happen. You just adapt. You don't have to eat everything. And my concession was I wasn't going to have ice cream afterwards. I, I spent enough points on the meal. That was it. Otherwise, it was just, it was a busy week. That's another. I, I thought I was going to go up this week, and I, I thought that last week too, um, because of how busy I was. I had shows during the middle of the week. My my day job has been crazy. Um, by myself at my day job in my office, uh, not by myself in the, at work, but in my department. It's basically it's me, and it was awesome. The, the owner of my company actually offered me overtime, and I took it. And I went in on Saturday. I even worked Saturday, and I worked four hours, and I got so much done. It's it's amazing when people just leave you alone, and you can sit there and you can work. Like the phone wasn't ringing. I wasn't getting questions that didn't have to be answered. I had, I had a question today from from somebody called me in, called called me up on the phone eight oh eight oh two this morning. Now the time window is from eight to twelve that I give for people to show up at the house. They wanted to know at eight o'clock, like what time do you think he's going to be here? It's like, <laughs> and then it stops. And then somebody called me about fifteen minutes later. They wanted to know can the guy still perform a service in the rain? He's worried about lightning and this and that. I said, why don't we wait until it's the afternoon and see and. It was just fifteen minute conversation, and then it didn't even rain. It didn't even rain till seven o'clock tonight. It was fine. 
but stuff like that gets in the way of actually doing my work during the day. But it was a busy week, but a good week. I, I was I wasn't upset or or anything about the extra work I had to do. I wasn't upset about working overtime. I liked the overtime. I could use the money. Um, I, the comedy shows were okay, you know. So I just I, I got to do a lot of stuff I wanted to do. And uh, making money. That's what this week was about, was making money. So it's always a good week when you can make some money. You know, so many times that we do comedy and we don't make money or stuff like that. So it was just good. It, it was really good because it, it gave me some time. Like Saturday night, I just laid, I laid back. I, I, I thought about some meal prep. Like I saw... I saw this week early in the week, McDonald's is now testing a blueberry McGriddle. It's like just, hey, it's just what I think. Hey, I got this under control. WW is going great. Down 187 pounds. Nothing can stop me. McDonald's like, hey, Anthony, look what I got over here. A blueberry McGriddle. I, I do love McGriddles. They, they are really good. Now, in the past, I would have probably drove to every McDonald's until I found one. I found that they're only um, – right now they're testing them in, in Washington, D.C. So if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, you got to let me know how one is because it's got to be really good. But as soon as I, – I posted the picture with the joke, and people were like, you got to make one. You got to make your own. And I didn't even really think about it until until people were saying that, and I was like, all right, doing it. And I did. I made my own blueberry McRiddle. I actually made my own version of the McDonald's Big Breakfast with pancakes and McGriddle, hash browns, coffee. And that's, that's I think, I know I talk about, like, you know, the food part of it a lot and, and things I like to eat and make. But a big reason for my success is I'm not just eating plain chicken and vegetables every night. I'm not getting bored. I'm taking things I like. I'm taking the time. Take the time for yourself, whether it's cooking a meal, whether it's um, taking an extra a walk around the block or anything. Take the time for yourself to plan something out. You know, everybody's like, I don't have time. Make the time. You have the time. There, there is time to do things. Not every night, maybe, but like this. It got me thinking about McGriddles. So I was like, I'm going to make my own. It wasn't hard to do. I'm not I'm not giving the recipe out yet because I'm actually going to do it for the patron page. So that's one of the things that's going to be coming later. Um I just I just I felt like some desserts this week, so I made some desserts. I made an ice cream boat out of Joseph's uh lavash bread. I egg washed it. I uh coated it with uh swerve brown sugar and regular uh regular swerve sugar. Air fried it and filled it with Halo Top. There are ways around it. Believe me, I know it's it's tough. It's a summer. Everybody's going to barbecues. Everybody's, you know, watching. You know, everybody else eat everything they want. I, I know it's frustrating. I I know it. But guess what? After the summer, there's the fall. Then there's Thanksgiving, and then there's Christmas. There's always something where food's going to be in the forefront. We got it. We got to tackle it. We got to get around it. 
Uh, Becca says, uh, I moved away from New York a year and a half ago, and your voice sounds like home. So comforting. Thank you. I don't hear it. People tell me all the time I have the accent. I guess because I'm, you know, I'm here. I don't really hear it. But, you know, it, I, I get it. People are going to barbecues and stuff like that. There's so many things you can make. Uh, Marissa says, come to California and make me one, please. I just, you know what? If I come to California, I will make one. Um, and then me and Sean can watch Monday Night Raw. How does that sound? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just all about making things that, that, you know, you're not bored with. And we talked about that in the workshop today, too, getting bored, being a bored eater. And, you know, eating emotionally or eating when you're, you know, at a habit. I promise you, if you take the time to really make something... And you put the time into it and you put the effort into it. When it's done, you will enjoy it more. You'll be more satisfied. Uh, Becca says, I'm in the same town and waiting for dessert. I know, Becca, I do owe, I owe Becca some, uh, some muffins, some maple walnut muffins. Because uh, Becca hit 75 pounds this week. Congratulations, Becca. Shout out to you for hitting 75 pounds. That is amazing. That is awesome. So I definitely will. Uh, those muffins will come. I just have to, uh, I have to just make them, but they are on the way. I promise you, will, you will have them soon. So, I, and this week I got inspired too to make something. I'm gonna try it this week. I actually ordered the stuff for it. Um, wait, she's not maple walnut. The ba- I, I meant maple bacon. I, I, I'm sorry, Becca says not maple walnut. I didn't make maple. I made maple bacon. Maple bacon, not maybe bacon. I'm tripping over my words here. Uh, so I saw something this week. Somebody posted, what's your favorite ice cream? Because it was National Ice Cream Day. And mine is the old school WWF ice cream bars you got from the ice cream man. And people, like a lot of people, more people commented on this than I thought. Like they're really, like people really like these because they were actually really good. If you hated wrestling. You absolutely hated wrestling, and you didn't want to watch wrestling. You think it's the worst thing ever. These ice cream bars were awesome. They had like a cookie layer, vanilla ice cream, and chocolate. They they were amazing. They were so good. Uh, Lauren says also post your caramel apple muffin recipe. Lauren, I will post that, but that's going to also go in for the Patreon page. Uh, that's going to be um, when I start doing the cooking demonstrations for Patreon. But I'll give you the recipe. Um, but so it got me thinking, I can make one of these WWF ice cream bars and I'm going to do it. I am going to make my own WWF ice cream bar. I bought popsicle sticks. I bought the chocolate for it. I have the ice cream already. I just have to, I know the way I'm going to make the cookie. The only thing I don't know how to do is how am I going to draw the wrestler on the front of the cookie? That's the only thing I don't know what I'm doing yet about it, but I'm making these. I'm making this ice cream bar for myself. It's gonna be a lot of work, uh, but it's gonna be totally worth it. And I'm gonna draw something on the front of it. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna have my own WWF ice cream bar. Maybe I'll draw myself on it. I'll have the WW Bro ice cream bar. <laughs> but. That's what I'm saying. You see something that you want, there's ways to have it. 
there's ways to have it. There's ways to do it. The program is so workable. So make it make it work for you. That, that's all I'm saying. Make it work for you. Listen, we all love food. That's why we're that's why we're doing a program. So, you know, there's no way around that. We didn't get here because we didn't like food. So, and that doesn't go away. That love of food doesn't go away. How we deal with it, how our mind works with it, that's the change. And that happened again this week. You know, July's a, July's a tough month for me, uh, personally. My mom's birthday is July 7th, and the day she passed away is uh, the 21st. So within that two-week span, there's, there's, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of, you know, uh, reminder that my mom's not here anymore, which is very hard. And in the past, I, I would use this, and I've said it before on podcasts, I'd use this as an excuse just to go off the rails, just to eat like a total a-hole, just drown myself in whatever food, whatever disgustingness I could put into my face, that's what I would do. And... That is like the opposite of what my mother wanted for me, or probably still wants for me. You know, if you believe like I believe, I believe she's still watching. So yeah, that's what she wants for me. And I think, you know, those years that I was doing that, she would be the first one to stick her foot up my ass and tell me to get my 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 act together. Like Aaron Boone says, tighten that shit up. Like seriously, that she'd be the first one to do that. So what I've done is I, I just choose to remember all I, there's so many good times with my mom. I mean, I, I am very lucky. I you know that I, I that I had the best mom ever. I know everybody says that, but you know I really feel I did. So um, I am lucky in that in that aspect because people have I know people that have don't get along with their parents that that you know don't have fond memories. My my mother's one of those people that doesn't have good memories of her childhood. So when when you think about that, you know, you think about how lucky I am in that aspect that I can remember back and look at pictures and, and think about memories and think about good times. That sitting in my house and just eating myself into a stupor is not productive. So what I like to do, and I've said it before here on, you know, days like that, like Mother's Day, her birthday, the anniversary that she passed away, or anytime I just want to feel close to my mom, I go down to Hofstra University. She worked there. She went to school there. And they, after she passed away, they, they put a memorial bench there for her. So, yeah, I know if you ever, like, at a, a, a boardwalk or a place and you see, like, you know, there's a plaque on it in memory of. My mom has one of those at Hofstra. And it, it's for me, I, I feel closer to her there than I do anywhere else. You know, uh, I went to the cemetery once, and I just didn't do anything for me. I didn't feel a closeness. I didn't feel like my mom was there. I, I didn't feel her presence like I do at Hofstra. And I had been wanting to do new headshots, too. So I said, you know what? Hofstra's a beautiful campus. I'll bring my tripod with me, and I'll get some pictures. I'll, I'll take my camera with me, and I'll get some pictures. And I did. I got some pictures. I'm so awkward in these pictures. But I, I spent a little over an hour in the heat just dripping but it was okay. I was I was okay with it. Uh, just sitting on my bench, and you know it's funny too. I as I walk around the Hofstra campus, I I, <laughs> I like to think about like different times that we were like you know there together, 
and just memories like, you know, at Hofstra with my mom. Like, I used to go have lunch with her. Even after I didn't go to school there, she was working there. I would go and we called the, say the lunch ladies, the women she had lunch with. I would sit there and I would, um, I would imitate my mom in front of them. I put like a little show on. Like I was a comedian even then, even though I wasn't a comedian. Uh, and I would, just, I would just meet my mom for lunch on my day off. I'd pick up lunch or whatever. She didn't have it or I'd buy it there. Uh, I remember just different parts of sit. You just, it's funny how like, you know, these just random memories come back. Like I, I had a memory the other day. I was walking by, it's Bits and Bites at Hofstra and there's, there's like a ledge there where you could sit on. And I just remember... Uh, sitting on that ledge with her and she was having a cigarette and a bee came by and I ran away like a baby and like, <laughs> and, and she was like, you're 23 years old. What are you doing? Like, you know, just little things like that, that you don't really, that don't really play into your everyday memory of things. Just those memories came back. Um, and that's why I like walking around Hofstra and I, and I just remember like, you know, my me and my brother going to the to Hofstra together. My mom would sign us up for the the same classes, you know, because she worked. She would pull her strings in administration and get us enrolled in any class we needed. So I started thinking about like us being in the same class. How funny that was that we both, you know, and my, you know, copying off my mom's notes and all the things we did, like you know, at Hofstra and with Hofstra. And that's why it's a special place. My mom really loved that school. She really did. You know, she never had a chance to go to college when she was younger. And when she got older and she took the job there, she took advantage of it and really immersed herself in, in Hofstra. And I didn't understand it then. You know, like we kind of like sometimes tease her about it, you know, the university and everything. But I, I kind of see it now because it's kind of like it's kind of like what I've done with comedy in, in a way. Um, you find something that you're good at. You find something that you love and you're passionate about. And you put everything into it and you make it work and you make it, you know, you make it the best you can. And I get that. That was Hofstra for my mom. Like that was her, I was like how comedy is for me. That's how, that's what Hofstra was for her. Just even the people she worked with, the student, their student aides that she took care of. You know, I still get people coming up to me that, that work with her. Every once in a while I'm at a show, they come up to me and they tell me, you know, a story about her or something like that. So it's, you know, it was it was it was a big it was a big part of her life. So that's why I choose to go there to celebrate my mom and and to the memories that believe that you sit there they come flooding back, and it's weird you don't think about you know I don't think about the things that I think about all the time like you know the the big things, it's those little memories of just like you know, random things that pop into your head, you know just walking to bits and bites, um. Going downstairs into the lunchroom, I remember like, you know, sitting there and or just walking into the library over the Unispan, you know, just walking through the the, the student, you know, the uh, there's a the student shop there and walking over the Unispan into the library, into the office. Those are, those are not things I, I think about every day, um, but it's just when I'm there, those are the things that come back into my head. And uh, even that my my my. We used to bring my dog there. We used to walk my, my dog. She was actually in a play <laughs> at Hofstra. My, my, my pug was in a play. It's like all those things I forget about until I'm there. 
You know, it's it, Marie says, ah, oh, the Unispan, you're bringing me back. I mean, who doesn't know the Unispan? You don't know the Unispan, then you, you never been to Hofstra. So I brought my tripod. I captured some pictures. I, I made a productive day out of it. You know, I had I had moments yesterday where I was sad and I got upset. Natural. I mean, that's just human emotion. And it's okay to feel those feelings. But I, I just... Tried to do something positive. Uh, Marie says, what play? I was in the theater program. Honestly, I, I don't remember the play. I just remember she was uh, uh, in the, the pug was in the play. My, 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 my pug Roxy was in the play, which was awesome. I got to ask my dad if he knows. He's probably not going to know the name of the play, but she was uh, she was in, she had more credits than I do. My, my pug. <laughs> she was in more productions than I've been in. <laughs> So really, what the moral of that story is, I mean, and we touched on it a lot today in the workshop, too, about with emotional eating and everything. These things are going to happen every year. You know, the things that remind me of my mom and, and make me miss her a lot are going to happen every year. Um, birthdays happen every year. All these things happen every year. It's okay to celebrate it. It's okay to indulge a little bit. The main thing is, and I and I push the, I keep pushing this. Is you just got to keep moving forward. Don't move backwards. I've done that. I, I've moved backwards where like I've had a bad week and I I go back. I retrace every step I had. Where can I change it? And I I try to do this differently. And I say, oh, and then by the end of the week, I've got myself crazy and I'm off program and I'm I'm losing it. So just keep moving forward. That's really the the gist of this. The key to it. And, you know, you have a good week, celebrate it, put it behind you, move forward. A bad week, celebrate that too. You know, not every gain is a bad gain. You went out, you enjoyed yourself, you had a good time, you were with friends and family, but, you, you know, and you can still make the best decisions for yourself and still go up. It happens. Just keep moving forward. That's really my, my main thing, and I, I preach that a lot. So going into this week, what I want to do is I want to, you know, get the exercise back up again. The weather's supposed to cool down a little here. I Missing my Saturday walk. I can't wait to get one of those in. And I'm just going to enjoy my week and keep uh, pushing forward. And I hope you guys all do the same thing, too. Um, tickets are now available for my 40th birthday show. They've been available. Uh, if anybody's in the Long Island area, you guys want to come August 10th. 7.30 p.m. at Governor's Comedy Club in the Little Room. My birthday show is happening. It's going to be an awesome show. Uh, tickets will go fast. It's a 60-seater, so tickets will it will sell out. Tickets will sell out, so get your tickets as soon as you can. You can get the tickets at my website, anthonydlive.com. Marie says she's got hers. I'm very excited that Marie's coming. That's awesome. Coming all the way from Connecticut to see my stupid birthday show. I'm just kidding. No, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in on Facebook Live and everybody home listening on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 78 of the WW Bro Podcast. As always, you can listen to the show at on iTunes, five-star rate and review, and you can download it at www.bropodcast.podbean.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at ComicAnthonyD. And as well, my website is AnthonyDLive.com. You can get all the comedy tickets there. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at WWBroPodcast. 
We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. This is also available for download on iTunes. My best friend Nick wrote this song. His new band, Demon Scar, their EP, their new EP, Americoma, is also available on iTunes. Download that as well. And there's only one place to go this summer for your delicatessen needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the podcast. I'll just look at you. Oh, yeah? You like podcasts? I'm just kidding. No. He really, the deli's amazing. Seriously is. Go there, get the Uncle Cheese. That sandwich is named after me. It's really good. All right, everybody. I want to thank you all once again for joining me on Facebook Live and everybody at home listening on your podcast listening devices. This has been Episode 78. Have a great week. I'll talk to you later.